What's up, buddy? Welcome back to the AJ Bucon Podcast. This is episode 21, entitled Stories. So, I have been thinking so much about stories lately. It's just been on my mind, and it's just like this theme that just keeps running through and through and through. And um, I'm not talking about stories that, you know, like in movies or in books. I'm talking about the stories of our lives, the ones that in which we're able to connect the dots between the moments that are great the moments that are tragic, the moments in between, kind of gain some kind of meaning from them. So I don't know why I've been thinking about this so much lately. It's just been like stories, stories, stories. And I guess um, the thing that was probably triggering it all was um, this year I started my 31st year teaching. And if you ever want to sit down with me, I can tell you stories from when I first started teaching and times when I moved down to North Carolina and times when I helped uh, Coach Drawhorn on the men's basketball team and when I attempted to coach volleyball and what I did in the classroom. And, you know, I could tell you stories about um, you know, my family, um, my time moving back here to central, just so many different things that, you know, and, and I'm not unique in that. I, I, you know, I realize that I, I realize that, um, so many people, everyone has lived some kind of life where they have different stories that w- they want to tell. But, you know, I think for me, I enjoy taking the different stories and kind of weaving the, a thread through them and like everything is somehow interconnected in, in some way because it just helps me to make per make sense of it all, you know? Um, and, you know, starting 31 years, I, I have some great stories to tell think, times when I was successful, times when I fell flat on my face, times when I hated myself, times when I love myself, you know what I mean? And just, the whole gamut of emotions. And I think it's, you know, I think when we reach kind of pinnacles in our lives and we hit those, those ages or those number of years where we've been working a certain amount of time, um, it really, you know, it makes, we have to stop. We have to look and say, well, what's going on here? What is the story that I have created? Uh, one of the places where we share our stories is on social media. Um, I think I started my Facebook account, I don't know, I want to say a good, I don't know, was it 15, 20 years ago? I really don't know anymore. It seems as if I've always been doing Facebook. Um, I know I haven't, clearly, um, but you know, I look at the students that I'm teaching now and, and so many of them are just are literally growing up with the idea of social media. I did not have that as I was growing up. I can't imagine what it was like. But, you know, once I started, um, you know, started with Facebook, um, 
it's it does it you know like social media particularly facebook is a place where um we tell a long story we can kind of go back in our years and back through the years and look at events and important times in our lives and you know it helps us to gain perspective um you know it's easy to go back and look at how young you looked you know i looked 10 15 years ago um it's just it's an interesting collection of uh you know what was i thinking at the time what was i doing why was i doing it why did i post that um what music was i listening to what movies was i talking about who were the people i was hanging out with at the time who's you know, pages was I liking the most? And it's just like, it's just like, this is social media and, you know, Facebook, it's kind of become like our lives. And I think it eventually Facebook, I think, um, kind of gravitated into, uh, Instagram where it's just pictures there, but they still, the pictures still tell some kind of story about our lives. And I think we all have a, a tendency to, to gravitate towards those sometimes some of us too much, Others, not at all. Um, I'm probably a little bit closer to too much, but it's kind of, you know, it's, it's what I, it's kind of part of my life now. And I don't really want to, want to give that up, even though I know that there are issues of spending too much time on it. But, um, and I'd look at other, you know, other forms of social media like Twitter. Um, you know, I, I was never a big fan of Twitter, but like Twitter's, you know, Twitter's telling a story too, but they're like in, you know, a limited number of words, just get that information out there. And it's like, you can, it's, it's fun to look back through, you know, different tweets that you've made and like what you were interested in at the time, just like quick bursts of things that are going on. And, um, anyhow, you know, to me, social media is a big way of kind of telling that story. But interestingly enough, the, um, I was on Facebook, last spring beginning is at the end of the school year or maybe it was early summer I, I don't really remember but I remember that you know we all see those ads that pop up on there those ads that somehow know who we are and know different aspects of our lives you know what I mean like and I know it's all the algorithms and stuff and like when we're searching for things on Google somehow Facebook is getting a hold of that and I, it's another uncomfortable, uncomfortable situation. I don't really don't want to get, I really don't want to get into, but, um, I just remember one time seeing this ad, uh, for something called, um, live a great story. And it, it just captured me. Cause I, one of the things, you know, as a, an English teacher, as a writer, um, you know, having my blog for so many years and having written, you know, the two books, um, uh, telling stories is, is important to me. I, you know, to me, it's how I, you know, I believe that we really, again, gain some kind of meaning from our lives. And I just saw this ad and it was, a uh, it had all kinds of pictures in it of people who were in different locales around the country and around the world. And one of the things that they were doing, um, they all had these you know, different poses, but I think like draped across their backs, they had, uh, this, uh, flag. It was a black. It's a black flag, and it it's has white lettering inside a white circle, and it just says "Live a Great Story." And it's very simple, very plain. The message is quite clear, 
and look, I know it's a, it's a marketing thing and, you know, that there's trying to sell flags and everything and attaching it to these great pictures and stuff. But, you know, as I started to read into it, there's kind of a philosophy there that was appealing to me beyond just like, hey, it's a flag and it's got, you know, merchandise that can go with it. There was just something in there that really uh, resonated with me. So anyhow... Um, I kept looking at this saying, I don't want to, I don't want to buy one of these. I don't want to buy one of these. I don't want to buy one of these. So I went ahead and bought one. Well, I actually bought two. It's, that's, it's a long story and I'll, hopefully I'll be able to explain it to you. So anyhow, I bought them and, um, I, I called my friend Jody. Um, I've been friends with her since grade school and I called her and I said, Jody, I, I got these flags and she says, what flags? And have you ever seen those Live a Great Story flags? And she hadn't seen them. Um, so I took a picture and showed it to her. She says, oh, that's nice. That was nice. And yeah, I said, but um, this is what I'm thinking. And so I started going into all these different ideas that I had with this flag because I, I love doing different projects for school and I love doing things that kind of tie in with my writing. And, uh, you know, that's just, if you know me, that's how I am. So anyhow, I said, Jody, when I come down to visit, uh, it, at Hilton Head uh, this August. I, you know, one of the days when we're walking on the beach, the only thing that I ask that you you make sure that I do is that um, we take a picture of me holding the flag. And she was like, "What do you mean holding the flag? Like, you know, like posing with the flag, but like a not a like a impromptu picture of me and the flag." I showed her, I sent her the website. And I said, this is kind of what I'm looking at. She says, oh, I get it. I get it. So she said, oh, that's fine. Um, so anyhow, uh, got the flags, stuffed in my suitcase, stuffed one in my suitcase, went down. And that really, the, the day that we went and um, took the picture was one of our, our, was on one of our daily walks. It was probably about midweek. And I said, Jody, we haven't taken that picture yet. I need to take the picture. I need to take the picture. And, um, so the first time we did it, uh, we were down at the, at the beach and we were, I said, one of the things I had asked Jody, does it, can we please just sit at the beach as, you know, as the, you know, the, in the late afternoon, early evening, and just, you know, sit there as the tide is coming in, it'll be very peaceful and kind of relaxing. And, you know, this idea of like slowing time down and not being in a rush and just sitting there. So anyhow, we were down there and, uh, we were trying, we were just trying to take the picture but like right behind us over to the right was this um, family and they were doing these wedding portraits. I don't think they were wedding portraits. Maybe they were wedding portraits. I don't know. But you know how like the families were all kind of dressed in like beach wear. I think it was like white or khakis or whatever it was. And they were all trying to take their picture and trying to capture that moment there. And they had a photographer there. So the photographer was doing a great job kind of making sure he didn't have anyone in the background, that the lighting was right, et cetera, et cetera. And Jody and I were just sitting there in their chairs and they kept like moving. Um, and we felt like we were getting in their way of their, you know, their story, so to speak. And uh, it was just funny to watch that because you, you could see like older generations taking pictures with younger generations. And I, I'm fairly certain it was a, for an upcoming marriage, but I don't know. But anyhow, it was just interesting because um, that same day we tried to take a picture of the flag draped over 
the back of the chair and we just could not get it to, you know, fall down straight. It was really difficult because it was so windy. I said, let's just try this another day. And we took a couple pictures. I don't know if they turned out right. It was just, you know, we were both tired and we just, you know, we were frustrated with doing that. So I just stuffed it in my bag. And the next day when we went on one of our walks up the beach, I took the flag with me again. It was in my bag uh, with our water and you know, Jody and I would always take these really long, 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 long walks up the beach. And on these walks, we would just solve all of the problems of the world um, that we had. I mean, not the world, but like our worlds. Like, you know, one day I would have an issue that we would like hammer out and try to figure out like what's going on, how to better change my outlook towards it. And, you know, she would do the same thing. And that's what, you know, that's what our friendship is kind of about. But, you know, we had made our way up to this... um I think, I think we called it the point, but it's just this collection of um, big stones that are there on the beach uh, that kind of create like a nice little bay uh, there. Um, and I said, this is the place where I want to take the picture. And she says, are you sure? I said, well, there's no one walking around here. You know, we got to let's do it now because like a lot of people don't walk up that far on the beach. If you've ever been to Hilton Head and you can walk, you know, to a place where it's not really developed it's just absolutely beautiful. There are very few people walking along. And I said, Jody, we can get the picture now. We can get the picture. So we both got some water and we, I, we tried to get the picture. And um, I took it out. And as much as I tried, and we, we tried hard, and, and, you know, Jody, bless her soul, she, she was really patient because I, I know that this can be frustrating for her. But uh, we were both laughing. And I was trying to get the flag to... Um, Kind of be around me and hang down so that you could see me wrapped in the flag, uh, the live a great story flag, the way that you that that everyone would see everyone else wrapped in it or you know have it draped across them um, on the website because you know that's the way it is. We have to have our lives that look exactly the way things look on a website. And so yeah, I just tried to. I we kept the wind kept blowing, and like the it would blow the flag to the right, and then I turn around and get all tied up, and it just it was impossible. And I you know we were trying to get the perfect picture, and that is just impossible to do. And I I just remember you know telling you I said let's not worry about it. just get as many pictures as you can. Uh, I'll make do with whatever it is that we have. And it was just it was just so funny trying to get that, and we, we got some good pictures. They weren't perfect, but they were great pictures. And it was just a good day. And it was just funny, you know, hanging out with my best friend, Jody, and talking to her about everything and then trying to take this picture. It's just kind of what what we kind of get ourselves into sometimes. Um, so anyhow, on the way back um, down the beach, on the walk back, I, you know, I was talking to Jody. I think this is when this happened. I may be wrong. If I'm wrong, Jody will definitely let me know. Um but I remember talking to her a little bit about, um, you know, what I wanted to do with this flag beyond this day. Like it wasn't just about, you know, taking the, a picture of me with this flag on the beach. And that, that, that couldn't be the end of it. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't spend, you know, the 20 bucks for a flag to just carry it down to the beach and take one picture with it. And I thought, well, what am I... What did I want to do with this? And I, I had something in the back of my mind, even when I ordered it. And I was, I, I always like to bounce ideas off of Jody. And I said, what about like, <clears throat> if it's school this year, in my mind, like 
it's just how I'm wired as a teacher. I'm always thinking about things that I, I want to do, you know, with my students. Um, I am blessed to, to be teaching at a, an incredible high school and um, I teach seniors. And so it's, I get this point in there, you know, it's a great point to be able to work with young people, um, it, you know, at this point where they're, they're finishing up like their childhood in high school and moving on to adulthood. And it's just like a, such a, a tenuous time is filled with emotions and um, challenges and, you know, where you have to plan for your future and realize that you're letting go of the past. And I was like, what, how can I use like this flag to um, kind of be a theme for the year? And I remember um, I said, well, what I was going to do is and I told her, I said, Jody, I'm going to put this flag up in the back of my room or maybe I'm going to hang it above the door, but I'm going to have it hanging up there. So that way they see it all the time. And we're going to talk about what the meaning of this live a great story is. And um, she says, oh, that sounds really good. And I said, yeah. And then this is what I was thinking. It sounds crazy, but like I love to take pictures and like, you know, um, of my students and, you know, like if we're at games or at different functions and then share it with them. And it's just kind of a way of, you know, you know, kind of capturing that moment and capturing that that relationship that we have as a teacher and a as teachers, as a teacher and students, um, I said, what if I like, like if I take the flag to like various functions, like if I take it to a football game or I, I take it to a chorus concert, or even if I just, you know, take it out in the cafeteria sometime or just randomly have it and, um, you know, say, Hey, can I get a picture? And they just hold the flag up. Like, well, what does that mean? What would that mean to them? It's like, oh, shoot, it's, you know, it's Bucon taking a picture with the stupid flag. And I would have to say, no, it has to be something more than that. It's like I want them to realize that every moment of their lives is an opportunity to tell a great story, to live a great story, and to realize that even as young people, even, you know, even if you're like just going to a football game or you're, you know, you're a cheerleader or you're, you're a spectator or whatever it may be, that that moment is part of your story and to kind of embrace it for what it is and to take, you know, to be proud of what you're doing and to enjoy life and live it to the fullest. And that was kind of the philosophy I wanted to have. She's like, she said, oh, that's a really neat idea. Yeah, and then like, what if like we take the pictures and then that becomes like a basis of something that they would write about that would be like their story starter like what is the significance of to them of you know what do they think this moment means like being together with a group of their friends in the in the stands cheering on their uh their peers on the football field what does it mean to to them if anything to um you know have a flag and like being you know sitting with a group of their friends at the um at the cafeteria table or what does it mean you know just being like even if like you took a picture of yourself with a flag by a locker it was just you by your locker is there a story there you know what's going on with you at this time what are you thinking about what thoughts are you having what plans do you have for the future and it's like you know it's this idea of just being able to say there is importance in your life right now. Uh, you do matter. The choices that you make, the story that you're telling is uniquely yours. 
And, you know, Jerry's like, oh, that's not a great idea. But, you know, having these ideas and putting them into place, totally different story for me. Um, it just, I don't know. Sometimes I, I can follow through and sometimes I don't. But I, I'm determined to kind of make it follow through. So I, I went back and started my classroom this year and I, I threw this, put this pla- flag up on the back wall and it's around, you know, the um, LED lights that, that I have in my classroom are circling around it. And I remember the first day, that's what we did. You know, I pointed back to the flag and I, I was like, you know, this is this idea of living a great story that, you know, what is something over the past year that has happened to you? Um, something that's, that's good, um, positive, something that could be tragic, you know, something that bothers you. Um, anything that's happened because that's part of your story. And I, you know, the fir- very first day, I wanted to get to know my students right away. And so I did. I asked, said, just take 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes or so. Just write, a, write, just tell that story. Tell me everything you can about that moment, what's going on. Put me there, describe it, who else is there. You know, I just want to know what it is. And so that's what they did. And it was just really interesting that when, you know, when offered the opportunity to write about you know, something that's important to you, whether it's something positive or something negative that's happened in your life. Um, many people kind of, you know, jump at that chance, particularly when you tell them, like, this is your story. And if you don't want to share it with anyone, you don't have to share it with anyone. So they wrote about the story. And then I asked them, I said, I, this one's a little bit more of a challenge. Why did you tell that story? You know, why did you choose this one? Is there a meaning behind it? Was there something that, um, a message that is there for you? Did you learn something? Um, is there a reason you chose it? You know, because that's the whole point of it is to say, these are the events that happen in my life and assigning meaning to them because that's the whole purpose of telling stories. You know, we, we want stories to have, um, some kind of meaning. And if, if, we look at aspects of our lives as being little different segments and different um, um, parts of a greater story, chapters of a greater story, then that's when we can really start gaining meaning. And it, it helps us as we're, as we're growing older and as we kind of navigate through our lives to attach meaning to things and to, you know, to separate the things that have little meaning or little importance in our lives and really focus on those that, that are important. So anyhow, um, just trying to hold on to that. And I, what we did is, um, this past week, we actually watched the video of Zach, I think it's Zach Horvath is the man who, um, came up with this, um, live a great story, um, business that he has it is a business and um because it was something that was built on experiences that he had had uh traveling throughout europe and we watched the video it was a ted talk video um ted talk uh, for the youth in houston and we watched it and i just asked asked them to like what are some ideas that really appeal to you what are some images or stories that he tells that really work for you and you know the you know afterward um it was just interesting to hear the things that um, my students picked up on, they said, you know, this is important that, you know, it's not about, um, you know, living a great story is realizing that it is your story and that we have to stop this, you know, any kind of 
comparison to other people, uh, particularly our peers, and say, you know, that person just has so much of a better story than I do, and I wish I could have that person's story. And you can't, you know. Your story is not that person's story. That person has lived a certain life, has made certain choices, and has developed that for him or her. Um, in this, and conversely, you know, sometimes we look at other people's lives and we say, I w- I, I'm so blessed that that is not my story. Well, because um, maybe, you know, a tragedy has happened to someone um, and, you know, you, you, you kind of look at your life and you say, wow, um, my life is pretty good, you know, compared to that person. And, you know, we don't want to get into that. It's because that's not what living a great story is. Living a great story is looking at ourselves and taking ownership and saying, you know what? There are going to be things that happen in your life that don't work out the way that you want them to. There are going to be things that are going to bring you great joy. There are going to be aspects of your life where you are indifferent to what is going on, but it's all part of your story. Um, and it's taking ownership of it and saying, I'm not going to wait around for life to happen to me. I'm going to happen to life. Um, a lot of times that's, that's what we do. We wait, you know, we just go through our day to day and we lose sight of our innate ability to look at events in our lives um, whether they be good, tragic, whatever may be going on, and kind of gaining some kind of meaning about it. And I, you know, I, I want to be real careful, you know, with, with, you know, with the, the time that I have left teaching and really savor every moment. Cause I know that, you know, it's been 31 years, uh, for me and I'm not a new teacher with a whole career ahead of him. So I really, you know, at this point in time, I savor all those moments that I have, uh, with my students. Um, and you know, it's the same thing with life. As you get older, you savor all those moments because as you get older, you realize you have, you know, less time left. And if you really think about it, none of us really know, you know, when our lives are going to end. You know, we live in a crazy world right now. And, you know, I think if anything, we have to live a great story every single day of our lives. And, you know, we have to gain meaning and, you know, become better people every single day. One of the things that um, Zach Horvath mentions in his um, TED Talk video is a quote by Donald Miller. Um, I've never heard of this man before. Um, he, it, this quote is from a book called A Million Miles in a Thousand Years, What I Learned While Editing My Life. What a cool title. And so anyhow, I, um, I, I found the quote that he mentioned, shared it with my students as well. Um, and I keep thinking about it myself. Um, I actually ordered a copy of the book this week because I thought, you know what, it seems like an interesting quote. I wonder if the book is uh, just as good as that. So uh, this is how the quote goes, uh, how it goes. And it's from, this is Donald Miller, A Million Miles in a Thousand Years, What I Learned While Editing My Life. And once you live a good story, you get a taste for a kind of meaning in life. And you can't go back to being normal. You can't go back to meaningless scenes stitched together by the forgettable thread of wasted time. And it just really took me back. And I think back in my life about how much time I, I wasted worrying about things I didn't need to worry about or, you know, going through um, having experiences that really 
um, this seems so meaningless um, at the time, but not being able to attach any meaning to them. Um, and I think that's what he's saying is that once you start attaching meaning, you see a value in the story that you're living. Um, you can't go back to not seeing it. And so that's what I'm trying to encourage my students to do. And hopefully, you know, by listening to this today, hopefully you're, you're thinking about that uh, as well. You know, the stories that we tell, the great ones, the, the wonderful ones, the ones that include um, the joy and the sadness in our lives. So anyhow, thank you for uh, listening uh, to the podcast today. Um, you can find uh, my latest blog at ajbucon.com. My blog is entitled Time and Space. It's where you will find probably about 40, 50 or so stories, short little stories that I've read with my own meaning kind of attached to them. So you'll definitely see this. It's my most recent one. It's called, literally called Live, Live a Great Story because it's based on what that says on the flag. But you, you can read that. And there's some, there are some more insights on there if you're interested. Um, I actually have two books on Amazon um, as well. Um, they're also available at My Corner Store um, on ajbucon.com. But my first book is My Corner of the World. Um, it is the story of my first year uh, returning to my alma mater to teach, uh, the challenges I faced, uh, kind of creating the story that I wanted to create um, here. Um, the second one is uh, Sunday Mornings and Co with Coffee. I just released that last year. Um, it's a collection of some of my favorite blogs. But what I do is, and, and this was kind of like the idea of telling my story, because the blog itself, the creation of the blog was a, is a story in itself. I kind of put some meaning to the different years and some of the different blogs. And I go back and it's more of a retrospective where I'm, I include all the blogs, but I also attach a little bit more meaning to it and kind of connect some more dots for myself. Because that's the important thing is kind of connecting the dots. So um, thank you again for listening. Uh, I hope you take good care of yourself. Uh, as well as those that you love. Um, make sure that uh, you are kind. Uh, the world needs more kind people. We need people who uh, are empathetic towards other people, uh, people who will do the right thing, um, people who care. And thank you for listening to What's Up Buddy.